Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Thursday, August the 10th. I hope you're doing well. We're glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Also, those on the radio app and the podcast, we welcome you. Those on the uh, Facebook page, those on our YouTube channel, thank you so much for tuning in uh, to our Winning Side broadcast. I hope that you are having a great day. I hope it's been a good week for you. I cannot believe we're already 10 days into August, uh, but uh, it is exciting, exciting times. We had a good service last night. Uh, Last night was the last Wednesday night of our summer kids club. Uh, You say, well, does that mean we're not having anything for the kids? No, we are. It's just next Wednesday will be our master club program. And that's the program we run through the school year. And we have a great time. I say we have a great time. I only get to go over there about once in the year. I go over and maybe twice I'll poke my head in there. But we have a great group of workers. It is uh, ages three and a half through sixth grade. Of course, we have our teens on target. That continues year round for uh, Wednesday nights. And then we have our Bible study prayer meeting. We're in the book of Revelation. And uh, it was a blessing last night. I'm looking forward to a great day Sunday. Uh, Sunday is back to school Sunday. We've got some very special things planned uh, for uh, for teachers, for our students. We've got uh, some special things planned for our bus ministry. And uh, we're looking forward to a great day together this Sunday. Don't miss church. Uh, I know we've had a lot of folks with vacations, and I'm sure there'll still be some with last-minute vacations. Uh, but I hope we'll get back into church and be in our place uh, in the Sunday morning service. Uh, be in Sunday school, come back Sunday night, uh, plan to be here Wednesday night, get involved in a ministry. Uh, if you're uh, not regularly singing in the choir, get in that choir. And uh, maybe you're new, maybe it's time for you to talk to Brother Nathan and, and join the choir. Uh, talk to one of our ladies about helping in the nursery and all that stuff. If you're not a member of the church, talk to us. We'll talk to you about joining the church and uh, just a lot of exciting things going on. I thank the Lord for our church. God is so good to us. Uh, Happy birthday today to Melody Beaver. I hope you have a great day and a happy anniversary to Russell and Karen Fort. I hope you have a great day. We thank the Lord for you. Uh, Let's pray today for our church, our school. We start school on Monday, opening day for VCA. Uh, Let's pray for our missionaries. I'll pray for all of our ministries. Uh, Let's pray for uh, those that are sick, those who've lost loved ones, and uh, let's remember one another in prayer. We're going to go to a song, and right after this song, we will jump into our Bible study for today on the subject of faith from Hebrews chapter 11. Yes, this one thing I know 
things about the Lord that are written in His Word, and all of them are so. It may quickly be discerned, there is much that I've not learned, but this one thing I know, I know He opened up my blinded eyes one day, I know His precious blood washed all my sins away. Filled my troubled soul Yes, this one thing I know I know He opened up My blinded eyes One day I know His precious blood Washed all my sins away I know His peace, sweet peace Has filled my troubled soul Yes, this one thing I know I know His peace, sweet peace Has filled my troubled soul, yes, this one thing I know. Hebrews chapter 11 in your Bibles, and if you missed the last two days, we have started a brand new series from Hebrews 11 on God's Hall of Faith chapter, or you could say God's Hall of Fame chapter. Uh, this is very different. Uh, if you want to be in the National Football League Hall of Fame, you got to have a lot of wins, right? You got to have some Super Bowls. You got to have some touchdowns. You got to have some uh, interceptions, or you've got to have some uh, some major yardage or a lot of catches. There's a lot of accomplishments involved. But it's interesting when we get to Hebrews 11 that there really are not a lot of accomplishments. As a matter of fact, there's not a lot talked about what we would see on the outside. A lot of it is what. God talks about what was going on on the inside of these uh, individuals who had great faith in God. Now, don't get me wrong. If you have faith on the inside, I think it's going to be evident on the outside. Uh, don't tell me, oh, I've got so much faith. I just never go to church. I never serve God. I never tell anybody about Jesus and I live how I want to live. No, no, no. D please don't say that because we know that, that faith on the inside uh, will be evidenced on the outside. The book of James talks about that. Uh, you show me uh, your, your faith, not just because of what you say, but show me your faith because of how you live. And we ought to be a living testimony. We ought to be a living example every day. We saw yesterday and the day before, I guess we mentioned it, but yesterday we talked about Abel. And uh, Abel was the, is the first one mentioned in Hebrews 11 in the Hall of Faith chapter. We said about Abel, number one, is that Abel was serious about doing it God's way. Now, I want to go back to Genesis 4. I'm not sure I was, I was crystal clear on this, and I want to make sure that you understand, and I want to make sure I say it in the right way. But we know from Genesis 4 and Hebrews 11 that God made it clear to Cain and Abel what he expected. We, we know that from these passages. But we see that Cain decided to do it his own way probably because that's what he was good at. That's what he was, that was his comfort zone, right? Uh, to bring of the, the, the first fruits of his harvest, his crop, whereas Abel, being a farmer, he brought the, the best of his, his flock. But you say, well, that's not fair. Well, we're not talking about fair. We're just talking about, here's what God expected. Here's what God had made clear to them. And Abel did it God's way and Cain did it his way. There's so many things we could talk about, so many illustrations, but let me give you one. Did you know when it comes to salvation, you can 
you can be as sincere as you possibly can be and you can try as hard as you want to try and you can do as many good things as you can do. You can go to church every day. You could live at the church. Uh, you could get baptized every week. Uh, you could uh, do everything for your neighbor and do everything for the elderly and do everything for the needy. You could do all of those things and still not go to heaven. You say, well, how in the world is that possible? Because that's not God's way. God's way to get to heaven is through Jesus Christ and by faith in Him. It's not of works, lest any man should boast. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but it's according to His mercy He saved us. And so you can do it your way, but that's not going to please God. That's not going to be what God requires. That is not what God is looking for. You must do it His way. Uh, Jesus said in John 14, I am the way the truth and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Jesus is the only way. So number one, we see that Abel was serious about doing it God's way. Friend, I want to tell you, I want to be serious about doing it God's way. I don't want to get wrapped up in my own ideas, my own thoughts, and well, I just think this is better. It doesn't matter what I think. What matters is what does the Word of God say. Number one, Abel was serious about doing it God's way. Number two, I see that Abel was willing to bring a sacrifice. In the Old Testament, many times you see the word offering. And in the New Testament, you find many times the word sacrifice. I love this verse in Romans 12. The Bible says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. You know what happens when you give God your life? You're saying, I'm giving God everything I have. I'm giving Him my best. I'm giving Him my all. Uh, my life, Lord, is yours to control. And God is looking for us to be willing to give our best. Uh, Abel, he brought the best. Can I say, it's interesting that by bringing a lamb to sacrifice, uh, that lamb, once he gave that lamb up, that lamb was gone. For Cain, once he gave the fruit of that harvest, well, he was going to have another harvest. He was going to have more crops. He was going to have more uh, grow from that, uh, that particular field. But Abel gave his best. Abel gave everything. Uh, this demonstrates that faith, uh, the, uh, in faith in God will bless you. God always blesses faith and God always blesses obedience. This could be described as giving. I wonder how are you in giving? Uh, obviously, I think a Christian ought to give of the tithe and of the offering, but a Christian ought to be willing to give of himself. You ought to be willing to give of your best, give of your service, give of your talents, give of your abilities, give of your focus, give of your attention, uh, give of your time to God. God is looking for those who are willing to sacrifice for Him, to give something up. Now, let's be honest. Most of us, we think, okay, Let's see, I want to give God something. I don't want that, I don't want that, and I don't really care about that, so I'll give those things to God. But I want this, and I need this, and I've got to have this. Have you ever seen that when you ask a child, say, hey, do you have any toys you'd be willing to share? <laughs> you know what they do? They look for the one that they could care less about. They look for the one in the corner that's buried and broken that they, they don't even want, and they feel very generous, like, here, you can have this. I wonder sometimes if that's how God feels. I wonder sometimes if we're only giving God of our leftovers or only giving God of things that really are not that important to us, don't really matter to us. How about giving God that which is our best? 
I've used this illustration before. I, I, you probably have heard it, but uh, I use a, an illustration, especially with teenagers. But if uh, you have a, a, a hamburger and some French fries from fast food, and I know that's not healthy, but teenagers don't care, right? And uh, you bring a hamburger and some French fries and all oh, that hamburger, it's hot, it's juicy, it's fresh. Those French fries, boy, they're still hot. Oh, they're melting your mouth, you know. And, uh, and you say, would you rather have this or would you rather have the leftovers? I've got a half-eaten burger from yesterday. I've got some cold fries that are uh, not only cold, they're hard. Um, and you could have this that's fresh and that's good and that's delicious, or you can have this that's old and nasty and leftover. Well, nobody in their right mind would take the leftovers. And I believe that as Christians, we ought to be willing to offer God, not our leftovers, but I think we ought to be willing to give God our best. That's why God requires the first fruits. That's why God wants the first day of the week, uh, which is Sunday. That's why God requires the tithe. The tithe is not the 10th that you have left over. The 10th is the first. The first 10th belongs to God. And besides that of our offerings and all those things, uh, God deserves our best. That's why I think young people ought to give their lives to God in their youth. The Bible says, remember now thy creator in the days of thy youth. Uh, I think we ought to give God our best years. I think we ought to give God our all. Give him your best. Number one, Abel, he was serious about doing things God's way. But then I see number two, he was willing to sacrifice. Would you be willing to sacrifice today? You know, we know very little about sacrifice, especially living in the United States of America. Uh, we don't have to give up much. We don't have to give up really much food or sleep or comforts of life. We've got technology. We've got clothes to wear. We've got a place to live. We've got cars to drive in. We've got a beautiful church to come to. And so I'm not saying you have to give all those things up, but I'm saying, would you be willing to give God of your life? Would you be willing to give God of your best? I love what Paul said in Philippians chapter one. He said, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. He said, my life is all about Christ. My life is not about me. Uh, your life is not about you, but our lives belong to Christ. What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit of God, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own, for ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. I hope that helps you today, and I hope you have a great day. Let's remember, as we live by faith, number one, let's be serious about doing it God's way. And number two, let's be willing to sacrifice. Let's be willing to give God, not of our leftovers, but let's be willing to give God the best we have. Thank you for joining us. I hope you have a great day. God bless you. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.